1: do you need a ride 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 do you need
2: Uh, With Karen and Chris. Welcome to Do You Need a Ride? This is Chris Fairbanks.
0: And this is Karen Kilgariff.
2: We are all in different locations, different states, different cities.
0: We're representing every slice of America.
2: A large, at least uh, the Pacific Northwest, the western edge of the Midwest. And, uh, and and California has its own. Yes. The coast. This the coast is a hilarious. triangle. Yes.
0: The Dust Bowl is represented. All serial killers are represented. Nature. The best of nature. The yeah. worst of nature. All represented.
2: You really, we are covering all the areas that you really need to see in America. Oh, that's going to make a bunch of people mad. I'll take it back. Because of what we leave out? Yeah.
0: Yep. I yep. hear it.
2: It's my favorite. We left out yeah so
0: many, oh, we left out the devil's tombstone,
2: yeah, we, we left, left out, out the Ozarks
0: uh, ugh. We, we left, left out, out
2: the the Be- upper
0: peninsula in Michigan
2: and the. Very beautiful mountain ranges, I'm sure, that are in North Carolina.
0: Oh, can you imagine?
2: Yeah. And we left-
0: just gone. We left them out.
2: We neglected those gorges that are in the upper part of New York State.
0: How about any part of Maine? To leave any part out is a mistake. It is. And we did it.
2: Yeah, I was careless of me and reckless.
0: Hey, I started it. <laughs>
2: Steven <laughs> is in Oregon in a trailer. Yes, he's in a classic trailer,
3: classic RV camper
2: style situation.
3: I've got air conditioning. I have a kitchen, a bathroom. It's a, really? dream. It's a
0: college boy's dream. <laughs> and Steven's apparently, really you have living. The internet
2: in your camper. <laughs> I'm stealing the Wi-Fi
3: from my mom's house next door.
2: Wow,
0: classic that's a risky moment. move.
2: That's two walls.
0: Steven you're three quarters the way of being, um, uh, uh, Woody Harrelson in the Great. John Cusick film 2012.
2: Oh, it is an enjoyable film. I can't believe you've seen that film.
0: I've seen it recently. I've gone through a spate of watching um, disaster films. Yes. And um, yeah, Woody Harrelson does a radio show from the caldera in uh, Yellowstone. And then right. it explodes, as you, yeah. I'm sure, now remember. remember.
2: Now I remember the movie. That was one of his best character workings.
0: Yeah, it was inc- an incredible character uh, of a conspiracy theorist, uh, edge-riding edge radio yeah. host who says the end of the world is coming and then witnesses the end of the world coming.
2: Yeah, and, it's, and loves it. As it's happening, he feels so privileged the he way I would... Pl- if a, He's for it, yeah. Yeah, he loved it.
0: <laughs> if a bear attacked you?
2: Yeah, it's a privilege. <laughs> it used to be a fear, and uh, I talk about it a lot. But I th- yeah. I'd i like to think when it finally happens, a calm will wash over me, and I will accept that the bear chose me. Yes. Um, but I also have spent too much time in Montana, and I don't know that I, I took your advice. I'm definitely staying all month. Great. But I have nothing to get back to till the 12th of September.
0: (laughs) Isn't that a great feeling? (laughs) Yeah,
2: it really is. And I have done the most Montana shit. My friend bought some land and there's a trailer on it, much like the one in, but it's Mm -hmm. more permanent. So it's nothing like it's a 70s trailer.
0: Well, the thing I was just going to say before I interrupted you was that when you started talking about fantasizing about being eaten by a bear- then you were talking about giving up in the last moment and just g- giving yourself over to it. Then I pictured you kind of like one of those Renaissance sculptures where you then, right as the bear has you, then you just tip your head back and open your neck so toward him. Like, right. here you go. Take it.
2: Yeah, it's a combination of having the vapors yep. and sexualizing the bear. Why not? Like, oh, I declare. And I throw my yeah. hand back and the yeah. back of my hand on my head. And then I drape. And whatever smock I have draped over me, whatever cloth over one shoulder, just kind of drifts over, <laughs> revealing one last nipple.
0: Yes. Your, um, <laughs> camping, scar- your camping scarf. <laughs> I'd say, oh, aren't you an alpha? As I turn my neck. Oh, are you alphaing me? I would say, as he killed me
2: and they would yeah they are they are uh apex predators
0: it's like a great white shark on land
2: totally step e better at breathing my- but
0: more appealing looking <laughs> you'd actually like to hug it a
2: little bit i went up to the lake uh and my friend ross's sister said you should come see our cabin and their entire cul-de-sac of manufactured homes and or trailers and <laughs> cabins were all trump flags of course oh it's kind of lake behavior i feel like a lot of these people don't take it home with them it's it's true let's fly a flag on our boat but we'll stay quiet in liberal missoula so they get to let their freak flags fly fly at the lake
0: they get to let their dictator flags fly (laughs) yeah it's a real freak out how he's taking away everyone's voting rights cool
2: yeah let's keep it let's keep it at the lake where we still like him And uh but and everyone's on meth. Yeah, yeah. Oh god. There's plenty yeah, there that's where there are billboards about, hey, here's an idea. Don't do meth.
0: That's you know, in California it's the same in the lake lake county near where I grew up, which I feel like everyone has one. And yeah. I think it's very typical. For some reason, I think it's far enough away that people can actually manufacture meth in like out on their land and not get caught, but then it's in the town. Yeah. It's really horrible.
2: And it becomes like a, you know, well, we're just boating today. It's okay to do a little bit of meth. (laughs)
0: Just a tad of meth.
2: I don't, I never would do meth. And you own a boat? I hate realizing that thing that some of these meth heads are, uh, you you know, they own boats. Anyway, they have a a doorbell with a camera on it at their cabin. And they've caught three giant grizzly bears in their front yard. My my
0: friend and sister Amy. Yeah. Like how big?
2: They were huge and clear. Oh, each 300 to 500 pounds. Huge like, bears.
0: Like like a car, like a little car sized bear?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Like it, it, where it would be adorable if you saw it crawling into a Volkswagen, <laughs> but horrifying if you saw them getting out like at an intersection, <laughs> angry that you cut them off. <laughs> Driving bears. These aren't your novelty just- <laughs> unicycle bears.
0: No, they can do hand eye coordination. Mm-hmm. They know how to signal and take mm-hmm. lifts.
2: They they know how to da, 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 juggle. And then the minute you turn your eye or make a sudden move, they open <sighs> your face.
0: It's just grizzly claws. So
2: scary. And they're up just a flathead lake. There's grizzlies.
0: I told you, I'm sure. This I would guess if I had to make a friendly wager on how many times I've told you the story, I'd say four. But one time we were up in the <laughs> Redwoods, like Avenue of the Giants, and uh-huh. we were walking through one of the famous ones that has, I think it's supposed to be Paul, uh, Babe the Blue Ox and Paul Bunyan, right? Yeah, the giant yeah. guy?
2: The, There's the Ox one... that fell over to create the Grand Canyon, certainly.
0: So would that be there? I don't... Anyway, there's a big statue near like a cafe, and then you go, and the redwoods are right there, and you can just walk through. And there's they're thousands of years old or whatever. <laughs> we go walking through, and there's we're on the lower path here, and there's tourists everywhere. I mean, there's just people everywhere. I look up on the path that's above us, that's like through some brush. Uh, there's a baby bear on the upper path, oh, which wow. means. There's a fucking mother nearby ready to kill anyone that comes near that baby. Yeah. Then I look forward and here come a family with its grandparents and like five year old kids. And I'm like, stop, 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 like th- just walking straight into like almost a bear trap of yeah. here. It's I'll a put my baby, baby out here. Bear. Yes, I think it was. They wanted to kill people that day.
2: That is so scary. Yeah. Seeing a baby bear without Bad parents. News. Just run. Don't go Get away at it. Don't act no, like no. these people at Yellowstone Park and try and become friends with it. <sighs> Run away.
0: Run away from any baby bear. You do not want. Because if you've happened upon a mother and she was just out eating blueberries as they are want to do. I mean, you correct me when I'm wrong, but that would just be like, what? <laughs> uh,
2: raspberries, but carry on. <laughs> <laughs>
0: but uh, her by herself, she would she might choose to not charge you and kill yeah. you. But if that baby's around, no, all bets are off. She's going to kill you. So that baby stays alive. Yeah. Get away.
2: It's so scary. And they move so slow. I think people forget when they're at Glacier Park and they're like, oh, he's just a slow, friendly bear. The minute you think its baby is docile and you go to pet it, Uh -uh. it will become a lightning fast circus bear. (laughs) And you don't have a top hat and a whip. It will unicycle
0: towards you at speeds you have never witnessed. Yeah.
2: Yeah, even the experts at Barnum and Bailey wouldn't know what to do.
0: (laughs) Would go nowhere near. (laughs) Yeah, I want to see those pictures of how big that those bears were on a. Could you imagine a front porch bear?
2: I'll get front yard bear. I will make them send me the video,
0: and then have your dad do a painting of it. Chris was just showing me more um, Jim Fairbanks paintings. He's in a different room this time. People loved that episode, by the way, Chris. They were so thrilled by hearing from your dad i know it was, it was so really
2: fun great it made me feel great i read all of the comments and messages and showed them to my dad and he's like oh maybe and i'm like no <laughs> they're talking about you i no other dad
0: <laughs> maybe
2: yeah yeah he, he doesn't we'll see <laughs>
0: yeah he
2: doesn't want to get a big head but i know it made him feel good
0: yes good yeah. well you know what it was i i don't You know, I think we've talked about this. I don't like other people's parents. I don't want to get involved in your family. I don't want... It's always... There's always people that are like, my family's coming to town when you want to go to dinner? No, I don't. You go have conversation with your parents, whatever. But you know there's certain exceptions because there's some people's parents who get it and they know what they're doing. They know how to deliver parent style and Jim Fairbanks is absolutely one of those people.
2: Yeah, yeah. He's effortless. I will meet your parents, but I won't look forward to it, but I know they'll like me and it takes... Work, And I don't want to do that work. <laughs> no. And it's like, oh, I don't want to meet your parents who will ultimately like me because I make eye contact and I'm a kiss ass. But my yes. dad, it's like, it's just like one of my, my friends.
0: Yeah. yeah. It's great. He's chill. And he, he's not trying. Here's the thing. I feel like if my dad did this podcast, he would get very self-conscious because he's the funniest. The, I truly... He said things in my life that are the funniest things I've ever heard and no one's ever come close, but he doesn't do it around strangers or like he doesn't do it performatively. He won't do it performatively. So he it takes like you have to go to dinner three or four times at our house before he'll start doing it in front of like certain company. Right. He doesn't he won't dance for people. So all of
2: all of my best friends, all of the comedians I look up to are guys that I went to school with or worked in a t-shirt shop with that never... I mean, with a little practice, you can learn how to turn it on. I had to learn how to turn it on. But if you don't... Most people act like humans and they don't want to be on...
0: most people don't have this d- deep, pit of need inside of them mm-hmm. where I've turned, I turned it on when I was about four yeah. and it's never gotten turned back
1: off. Yeah. It's a
0: problem. It's been a consistent problem. <laughs> I yeah. don't know where the switch is, but there's other people. I admire them so much where like Jim Fairbanks can come in and deliver, but he also isn't self-conscious. It's probably because he'd just done it so much and he's actually a true professional, yeah. but he was just like, he didn't feel the need to do extra because he knew he was going to be fine. Yes. That's my favorite. That's Com- that's the best.
2: Yeah, yeah. I'm always impressed that he's comfortable in his own shoes. And that's why I'm, as someone that's nervous or second guessing myself all the time, I'm like, okay, eventually I'll be like my dad. 'Cause yep. he became that way over time. It wasn't
0: Yeah, it takes experience and it yeah. takes like a bunch of stocked up good experiences. And you and I are the kind of people that we have one bad experience and it knocks out eight good experiences and we have to start the building all over again. Yeah. And it's very hard for other people to understand. I mean, you know, yeah. very hard for other people to understand. <laughs> What's more interesting and more fun is that I'm not on Twitter. I went off Twitter for again? like a Twitter break. Yeah.
2: I'm an Instagram guy. It's positivity. I'm uh, Facebook's the worst. <laughs> Twitter Facebook
0: can delete Facebook. You got yeah.
2: to. Yeah, right? Yeah.
0: God, it's I was just
2: getting into TikTok and dancing and lip syncing.
0: <laughs> and then the pedophiles found you?
2: I know! Wait, what?
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh.
2: Yeah, I uh yeah, I've been that's what's been the best about this trip is interacting with my friends, my closest childhood friends. And, you know, Brooks Whelan was just driving around camping and I haven't hung. He's my friend, but I don't see him all the time in L.A. Like a lot of comics, you just you see them at a party or do their podcast and you're like, man, they're fun. And then months go by. But he was passing through and I was just with my three friends that maybe aren't the most open. They're like quiet. We were all sitting, staring at a wall. <laughs> he walked in and thought that we were watching TV and we were looking at these curtains <laughs> just talking. And Brooks <laughs> immediately went over my friends and we had so much fun up in oh, good. Phillipsburg crawling through mine shafts and looking at these old buildings and climbing on structures that are 150 years old. It's, nice. Uh, yeah, it's been the best. So pretty and great.
0: But Brooks really loves camping, doesn't he? That's uh, his whole thing.
2: I mean, yeah. Those guys the, to where there's like Look, I don't have camping equipment. I don't. I'm thinking about acquiring it now because it really is the best. I it's can pretty camp great. in Los Angeles. You can. I'm going floating tomorrow and inner tubes, inner tubes,
0: <laughs> inner tubes. I said, what river?
2: <sighs> the Clark Fork. Is that a good one? There is. There's three good ones that go through Missoula because a river runs through it. Whoa, we got the Clark wait. Fork. We got is the Blackfoot. Really? We got the Bitterroot. Three rivers. Did the...
0: Did that movie really get filmed there? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I don't totally. think I realized that.
2: Yeah, the youth group where we would go travel around the U.S. and pretend to help people as children <laughs> uh, was at the Presbyan- Presbyterian Church in that movie where Tom Skerritt was like the pastor. Yes. Show it. So people are always going up to that church and taking pictures. I was just going there on Wednesdays to get a free meal, but... <laughs> It turns out I really liked that experience. As far as churchy things go, my time in the teen youth group at the Presbyterian Church was enjoyable.
0: I feel like Presbyterians do it right. I feel like the Episcopalians do it right. There's certain Protestant and, sorry, forgive me, Grandma Anne, because she'd be very angry at me for saying any of this positive stuff about Protestants. But... I feel like we went to an Episcopalian summer camp, and they do just enough religion, so you're like, mm, "The Lord loves me," but none of the fucking fire and brimstone of right. like He can see how you're touching yourself in your sleeping bag or whatever. Where you're yeah, like, "Oh yeah. no, the Lord!" There's <laughs> none of that shit. So it's all very like guitars and campfires and yep. and blessings, and that's, it doesn't feel so. Yeah. yeah,
2: that's all I remember from Presbyterian interactions. A lot of singing. Yeah. Yep. Uh, even if it was in a doo-wop 50s style at a ladies' prison, <laughs> no. uh, we were forced to sing a lot. No. I told you about that. I had to. I
0: don't, I don't remember.
2: My sisters sent a hometown about this girl, Lucy Red Crow, who I might as well tell it now. Lucy Red Crow was her friend that... Uh, in school, or she felt bad. This girl was poor and she didn't have a lot of friends. And my sister said, Do you want to sleep over at my house when they were like eight or nine? And right. she stayed at our house and stole some things from my sister, like a ring and some yep, other things. It. And Great. Lisa said she'd see her at school and she's just wearing the ring. <laughs> uh, and cut to her being 18 years old and she stabbed someone, uh, many, many, 50 times. For wearing a jacket that she thought was her friend's jacket, but she just and it's a meth or some kind of situation. So she killed someone Mm -hmm. and then cut to a few years after that. I'm with my youth group singing (laughs) at this prison. This musical where my hair was slicked back and I had cigarettes in my sleeve. And instead of let's go to the hop, it was let's go to the Rocko Jesus. Like it was a religious. (laughs) And I looked up front and I saw Lucy in the audience and I got immediate stage fright because that's the murderer that stayed at my house. And I thought she would recognize me even though I was only four (laughs) or five years old. <laughs> but I so, "Yeah, that's." But we had to. Uh, we had to sing, and they had their arms were crossed. All the prisoners there did not want to see a bunch of glowing, blonde-haired, white church kids sing about God. Oh, it was. Or so... they did,
0: or they did, but they couldn't express their true joy because you'd get beaten up. You know, none of them walked out. Right? They you all didn't stayed, walk the room.
2: They all stayed till the end for the sock hop scene.
0: Did they? Did they yell at you? Did they heckle or throw anything at you?
2: Not at all. They stood in silence with their arms they crossed. It. They liked it. Eyebrows akimbo.
0: <laughs> sure. <laughs> Look, you have to keep the eyebrows in a readied position just in case.
2: Just in case emotion hits you.
0: If haven't you watched *Orange Is the New Black*? You gotta know that there's certain systems in place. You can't just be there crying because the children come to. <laughs> I'd be mad, too. If I heard, let's go to the Rocco oh Jesus, I would be really pissed off. <laughs> That's just stupid. <laughs> but I, they
2: had to see that we were just normal kids that were like basically mouthing. I'm sorry. In between each number. <laughs> There's only a, a handful that were way into it. Like, Did the you real sell those singers. cigarettes?
0: Sell the cigarettes for, sell yeah, those cigarettes like, for hey. 50 bucks. And that was a
2: nod. Like, hey, I bet you wish you had these on the inside. <laughs> I understand what it's like, ladies. Wink. Yep.
0: Wink. I know Lucy. I'm friends with Lucy.
2: And I managed to slide those cigarettes through. You know, we know that those weren't approved by uh, Pastor Wynn. That's right. <laughs> I put those cigarettes in my sleeve. And that was my character decision.
0: He saw you across the room um, smuggling cigarettes in and he went, oh, Jesus. <laughs> 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 stupid. He but, I'm gonna he have but, that song st- stuck in my head for days now. I'm so like we were
2: we were buddies. He let me get away with a lot, like never cracking open the Bible. He let me get away with that.
0: <laughs> like never really figuring out why you were there, yeah. who you were serving, what the idea was. I
2: exactly. And I was open about that. I'm like, I don't know. Do yeah? Do people from other countries really go to hell because they don't know about Jesus? <laughs> and he'd be like, "Yeah, I don't think so." I'm like, "Me either." All right, high okay, five. G-
0: great, thank you. You bought I me just another wanted- few weeks, <laughs> but we did fun I don't things, really think
2: so. community things. It was great. Go to church, and this everybody.
0: Also, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> we're really pushing church hard this this yeah uh, we are episode. Oh, what I was going to ask you was, this was also in Missoula.
2: Yeah, when I was yeah ninth, tenth grade.
0: Nice. Oh, I asked Stephen earlier. Stephen, would you tell us how far away all of us are from each other? Yes. Did yeah. Did you figure it out?
2: So, from Los
3: Angeles to where I am in Sisters, Oregon, it's 832 miles. You're Shit. near Bend. And then, yeah, I'm just outside of Bend. And then from Been there, a Los, bunch. and then from Los Angeles to Missoula, it's 1,100 and yeah, it's 1,215 miles. Wow. Okay. And then from sisters wow. to Missoula, it's 579. So I'm actually closer to you right now than we are to Karen.
2: Now, you described a, I believe, an isosceles. <laughs> that sounds like, or no, that's I a, a, uh, I don't know. I don't, I'm seeing a triangle.
0: a 45 degree acute triangle, I believe. Yeah, two yes, acute, yes,
2: yes. one obtuse. <laughs> Which is actually
0: accurate to our personalities on this show. (laughs) Hey, am I being obtuse? Which one?
2: Bam, we go right into that Shawshank scene.
0: (laughs) All right, cool. I like that. I I like that in a pandemic, in a COVID-19 era of this new reality that's very difficult sometimes to even be a part of, we can all go to our separate Corners, we can all go find Go be with our families, get away Get out of town, and we can still Throughout all of it, podcast Isn't that
2: beautiful? Thank God, yeah I And I'm doing these little cameo videos For people, and it brings me You're right, I don't need to be on Twitter I'm gonna get off too, or just not Look at it, I don't have to log off
0: No, I I haven't like deleted my Account or anything, it's just like taking a bit of A cleanse, I think Yeah, yeah, it makes sense It makes yeah, sense. for summer. It's still summertime.
2: What are you doing? That's summery?
0: Um, well, it's been crazy hot. I don't yeah. know if you've seen in the news. That's why so. I
2: delayed coming back. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Like 106 one day. And, wow. uh, my phone said 106 feels like 108 cause it was humid. So it's been very like straight up tropical weird. Yeah. Um, So I do, I have a lot of systems in place throughout my day because we still have lots of kind of business stuff we have to do all the time. Yeah. So there's lots of work, which is good. And then at a certain point every day, I know when I'm done, I just walk straight into the pool and I just spend an hour. So I've been doing that a lot just because it's so soothing and so nice in this crazy weather. Just to be able to kind of get out there and do that. Do you
2: ever walk, march toward your pool like one of those gun routines where you stop and immediately spin <laughs> and then do a backwards nesty plunge into it?
0: Yes. With, and like I take a that. bunch of iced tea into the pool with me. That water. always bothered me. I know. It was Why such pour a... yourself the glass? <laughs> but you know what's so funny? It's so hot. I mean, sorry. I think most I've bragged about having a pool before and I do apologize. Too. A lot of people
2: have pools, Karen.
0: No, I know it's not. I'm not I'm not saying I'm better than everybody. I'm saying I'm better than you guys. But anyway. Um, hey,
2: your old house was a piece of shit and it had a pool.
1: <laughs> it was a piece of shit.
0: <laughs> See? Haven't I made
2: things better with that insult?
0: <laughs> yes, thank you. You really <laughs> let me off the hook. Um, so, But it's been so hot that algae is growing in the pool. Oh, wow. So when my pool guy came, I was just like, I don't know what I did. Literally the Cause it's like a pool that has an, a like a hot tub. They built it along with the pool. It's all one thing, kind of. And it turned dark green, like a pond, in one day. And I was like, I don't know what I did. I'm so embarrassed. Cause it, it's like I want to go. I'm not peeing in the pool. <laughs> like I'm so defensive right, about right. it. And he just started laughing. He's like, Yeah, no, this happens. It's too hot. Like it's all like all this, you know, ex- the environmental situation.
2: And then he walked away under his breath, saying, "Pool pisser."
0: <laughs> I Walked away being like I have to get away From this job yeah. I have to stop Having to work here
2: Yeah It has been Like even when it's In the 90s here I've been There's all these Skate parks around I've been skating With my friends And it is so dry That I don't realize How hot it is And how humid It is at home And that's why I've Had black mold In my kitchen And Ugh, That's very know, bad I'll, for you I, There's a lot That I don't miss Right now Yeah uh, and I'm having the best time. I really like Be careful
0: it. with that black mold in your kitchen because...
2: I moved out of that place. That's Nate Craig's kitchen.
0: Oh, good. Oh, good, good, good. Yeah, Because yeah, it yeah. actually affects you. Why do
2: I call the bath... It's the bathroom where the mold was. <laughs> Sometimes I cook... I eat burritos while I shower and I forget <laughs> no. which room I'm in.
0: <laughs> Both are very humid. Both have a toilet. I can't tell the, to- the kitchen from the bathroom. Horrible. <laughs> but they... I when I sold my old house th- w- just recently I found out that there was black mold in the kitchen in the um TV room closet where I used to keep like the sleeping bags and the games and stuff uh-huh. like that it was kind of like a you know multi-use closet or whatever but um I found out on their inspection that there was black mold in there which I was like oh because after like in 2008 or whatever, uh, when I left a very stressful, terrible job, I went and laid on that couch and I didn't get up for nine months. And I thought I was like, oh, I think I have clinical depression. And now I think I was being poisoned by the black mold in the closet, which was two feet away.
2: Is the only cause I've seen mold that is black in color, but black mold has to be a specific type of noxious or Yes. Toxic, toxic mold. Yeah. yeah. Noxious yeah. is a weed. I, <laughs>
1: I, I the <laughs> mold so I had fake. in
2: my bathroom was very dark and seemed black, but it probably wasn't black mold, although Nate and I all we did all day is sneeze loudly. Ew. Just two dudes scream sneezing. And <laughs> since I moved to Echo Park, I don't sneeze. All night and all day and through my sleep anymore. You
0: must have been allergic to like the bush, the bush right outside your window or something.
2: Goddamn shrubberies, mostly cacti.
0: (laughs) Cacti. (laughs) You're super allergic to cactuses.
2: (laughs) Just, yeah, the, the dryness, the knee, just the needles. If I get the needles yeah. in my face or on my eyes,
0: oh, oh the sneezing!
2: Oh God, and the bleeding because it's needles. I, t-
0: <laughs> I told you about the time at the dog park where it was right. I had just gotten Frank. He's the little one. Sure, he's re- oh he's wow. A lot of, You've never swiveled
2: over to a dog before.
0: Look at there, he is, Frank. Hey, Frank, Frank. can you hear me, Frank? Frank. So what? From one time, Frank um at the dog park ran up the hill. So the dog park was almost like a football stadium where there was the flat part and then it went up on every side. Uh-huh. And the Hollywood sign was right above us. It was it's that dog park. Uh-huh. And um he went straight up one of the one side of it. And George used to go up all the time, run around and come back just fine. Frank wouldn't come back this one day. And I kept sending George back up to get, I'd go, you better go get that dog. And then she'd turn and run back up the hill. (laughs) Well, it turned out these 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 hikers that were up top were closer to him than I was because he was almost to the street, to the ridge of it. Uh He had walked through a patch of cactuses and he was covered in cactus needles. So that's why he wasn't moving is because he had cactus needles from like his front legs back. Oh, he looked no. like a little cactus himself. They were like oh, no. that long. It was really bad. I had to sit there and pick out cactus needles all night. Oh, and I've I've just
2: bumped into a cactus where a couple,
0: are they quills? It's mm-hmm. a poor cactus.
2: But they, there's like poison in them. They are so painful. They yeah. And they leave- Painful serum, pain causing <laughs> serums.
0: But if you get them in your face. Yeah. Under
2: the eye. Amazing.
0: Amazing. It's like years a younger. vampire
2: facial <laughs> <laughs> from the desert,
0: <laughs> a desert vampire facial. And that That's you Frank described
2: up. to me once. I don't know if you got one, but you just knew about them where they take your blood or someone's blood, maybe a baby's platelets. Poke your face and then massage blood in your face. Am I wrong? Uh,
0: I don't know if that exists. If it does exist, I assure you, baby platelets are not involved. That's some kind of QAnon thing. That's yeah, that's a Not knee, the it's truth. A knee
2: surgery. Okay, gotcha.
0: But I got microdermabrasion one time, and it is called the vampire. Uh, the vampire facial. Okay, where the thing that they you they scrub your face with is five prongs of tiny needles. Gotcha. And what they're doing is they just basically wreck the top layer of skin. Like they scratch it up so bad and so you have a super red fa- blood comes up for sure. I think I've sent mm-hmm. you that picture. Your face is covered with blood. And then when they wipe all that away, your face is super red and then when it heals, like in a couple of days it's not right. that red anymore, like a week. But then your your body sends collagen to your face to repair all of that damage right and then you get this influx of like basically new baby baby skin that's where the baby part comes in yeah yeah all of that
2: like where you confuse your body and oh you want to get ripped you gotta confuse and tear your muscles tear the muscles in half yeah and no one's gonna think i'm a real man after this but is that (laughs) is it a jade roller with little needles on it
0: no, that's like, um. you mean that thing I just described to you? If I did it to my
2: face hard enough and there was blood, I think I've done it to my face. And okay, then you just put serum in.
0: Yeah, except for you shouldn't have your own at home. That would be, I think only doctors should do that one on you.
2: I don't, you know what? I don't think doctors are <laughs> that much more talented than me, especially skin doctors. <laughs>
0: Dermatologist Like uh, you wish
2: (laughs) Yeah you might as well be a dentist (laughs) Oh so many offended people You know I'm kidding I rely on you
0: Stop it you know we're joking There it is I got you Here's the picture Sending it to both of you right now (laughs) This is me in the elevator After I got Oh there it is No this is me on the table When I got my vampire facial Steven, Chris and it's they go. do
2: not rub they don't not they don't rub blood into those abrasions.
0: Oops, Stephen Clardy, that's my cousin Stephen. I'm not sending it to him. <laughs> it Stephen would be Ray,
2: he got it for no
0: reason. <laughs> He's like, "Are you okay?" And Fairbanks, there you go. And you know what? I'm gonna also send it. Sorry, so I also send it to Margaret Joe. Okay, <laughs> she came you know up what? too.
2: I'm gonna forward all of this to Ben Affleck. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, I, oh! I remember this. I remember you, you showing yes. Georgia and I. Oh, of wow. course I. St-
0: of course I send it to Steve in the second it happens. It's funny I know he though because this is a
2: your face. You have a beard of blood, and yep. it's one of the best pictures I've seen of
1: you, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, It's such a good picture of me.
0: It's <laughs> it's, re- like, it's one of the better ones I've ever just,
2: seen. Yeah, it's like you have a a bunch of. I would want to. I'm like a lady from the 60s. Rouge. What do you call? (laughs) It looks like a rouge just put on like a raccoon did makeup on your face with those little. It's like I got
0: drunk and then put a bunch of blush on my lower cheeks, not my upper, my chin and lower cheeks. Yeah, and also, this was after he wiped the blood off. So that's and your the hair damage. is all
2: cool. It looks like you had your, a blowout.
0: <laughs> I mean, that's. And I'm wearing some big diamond earrings that make me look rich, but they're actually from CVS. <laughs> so you guys, we're going to post this picture. It's one yeah, of Yeah,
2: I approve. Yeah, it's a great picture.
0: <laughs> <laughs> now, let's just do a quick Chris hair check-in. Because sure. I feel like now it's, I don't know if you cut it, but it's no. now shaped really well.
2: It is. It's because I put in some... Some uh conditioner leave in stuff that makes it that says, "Hey, you want curls? put this in, oh, so it looks good. it is not yeah, it but it is huge yeah i I have shots from this weekend where it's offensive. It just is is eraser head
0: now, um, do you have skateboard friends in Missoula?
2: Oh yeah, yeah, my best of skateboard friends, <laughs> the ones that are nice to me while we do it together, <laughs> they don't act too cool. They cheer me on as I slowly try and do what I used to be able to do. Nice. Yeah.
0: So they like the hair? They all
2: look like we've been living under a rock. Oh, okay, good. My buddy Justin grew his hair. It is down past his shoulders. And he wears Andre Agassi headbands. Yes. And it's funny because my other friend Kurt always has long hair like he's been living in the woods. And he has a nice clean haircut. I think this quarantine is just making everyone do the opposite of what their hair does.
0: I think it's a time to explore. Yeah. Uh, Me, for example, I have been exploring trying to smell as disgusting as possible. (laughs) I haven't worn deodorant for six months in a row. There's been a couple days where I've thrown on some Toms of Maine almost as a gesture. Like, oh, if one person is coming over. That is just enhances
2: BO. It's like adding a spice to your body odor. (laughs) Toms of Maine. I have some that is... I don't know how I just grabbed it at a natural food store, but it is patchouli. Oh, it is. And I've been using it. It's like, Hey, no one's around
0: to judge my pits. True. And patchouli does cover. I mean, it actually gets the job done for that. But I have so, if you grew up in like late eighties, nineties, especially in San Francisco, patchouli, it, because smell is the strongest mm. sense, mm. the recall sense. I have memories of being at parties where someone had, like, that there was a patchouli culture yes. that through the party, and it was yeah. such a bummer to be, I was just like, I don't belong here, I'm like a drama kid, and I'm at the hippie party, and right, I right. don't want to be here.
2: And I no longer have any animosity towards those the hippies, I'll play <laughs> footbag, I will watch you dance and pretend there's an invisible <laughs> sphere in front of your body, sure. but patchouli still... Is upsetting to me. That smell is so overpowering. And where Steven is right now in Sisters, he could just lean his head out that RV and it will waft through the, the, the Mount Bachelor (laughs) Valley down past (laughs) Sisters into Bend, past Deschutes Brewery. Mm -hmm. I wish I was with you, Stephen. I love that. <laughs> I love the Deschutes it's Brewery. A nice I've spot. been there a few times. They
3: give it they give a nice tour.
2: I would go outside and, and wave to my friends that got paid to snowboard as I drank through a flask, but yeah. I did enjoy my time in Bend. It's it's, it's nice up there. there. It's so great.
0: I've been there for a couple New Year's Eves and it the snow it being in one of those um triangle shaped cabins mm. with snow. Coming down is maybe my very favorite vibe.
2: Yeah. It's yeah, so good. All of the, all of the cabins around where my, my friend just, he was living in an apartment for 10 years in Goleta. He's my friend that lived right near those four murders, Golden State, yep. color murder. Yeah. And they said, you have to get out. We're going to make a roundabout here or whatever. And then gave him 80 grand. To (gasps) To, either find a new place or find an equal place of value to rent. And the only place you can buy a house with land for 80 grand is in Montana. So there was like five choices and he kind of took it sight unseen. No, he did see the site, and then he seen it and then he got it. But (laughs) all of the apartments around him are those A-frames because snow. So snow, you know, skiffs off. Yeah. And it is... You can walk to a ski area. There's this mine, these mine shafts that I mentioned. There's a lake where people ice fish. It's like, if I was a different person, I'd be... I just didn't grow up appreciating all that stuff. But now when I go back, I'm like, I want to be an ice fishing miner.
0: Well, but don't you think... Because I grew up in an area that's equally... um, Now it's like becoming fancy for how rural and... And like non-GMO Free range Kind of the whole thing Like Petaluma as itself It has Clover Stornetta Dairy Is in Petaluma And that's the main milk brand At Whole Foods Right So like it's all becoming fancy But when I was growing up It was just what was there and so you didn't you can't appreciate it because you think everyone has a dairy in their town you think everyone lives kind of close to the beach and kind of close to a major city and kind of blah 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 like we had no idea how good we had it at all yeah
2: I think that I noticed that when I was in Petaluma, like I, I imagine what it was like, kind of like Bozeman, Montana. But then people with money come there because they appreciate it, yep. and it kind of becomes this money-making parody of itself. And it, well,
0: yeah, yeah, because we, I think I've said this, but we grew up carpooling to school with the family that owned that dairy. They were just, they had like a regular car, and that, and of course that dairy has uh, has only succeeded and done great because it's essentially all the way they farmed and like their whole thing of non-gmo milk production yeah and like free-range milk or whatever however they do it no hormones all that stuff became the pricey way to do it yeah. whereas before it's just like i used to always say that to my friends i'm like i'm so weirdly spoiled because we grew up with chicken ranches everywhere so like yeah. i have a very high expectation of what a breast of chicken is to compare to some people yeah where i'm like yeah i can't eat this i don't know what this this yeah. isn't because it's not like fucking hormone free, free range. It's ridiculous. It's, yeah. Yeah. You know. It's
2: why you haven't been pumped with uh, steroids your whole life. That's why you don't have a mustache. I, well, I'm they,
0: working on it. Yeah. No, you can grow a mustache. I'm saying you could. I'm not. I'm trying.
2: <laughs> Do they still deliver in a glass bottle and put it on your doorstep? That would no, be. But they-
0: they did in the 80s. They did th- up through like our next door neighbors used to have milk delivered. Oh, wow! fresh, like literally dairy, fresh milk in glass bottles. They had that delivered up through the early 80s. I it believe It was so
2: normal. Some apartments, if it's like from the 30s or 40s, they'll have a door next to the mailbox that is for mail or for milk to be placed there by yeah. a milk professional.
0: That's how much milk everyone drank.
2: I know. Not anymore, not me.
0: No, can't do it.
2: I don't know. Should I? If I have a baby or an access to a baby, or let's say someone gives me a baby and says, take Uh care of this baby. I'm not bragging, but I had really good bones. I never... Oh. Yeah, I'd like, I would hurt my ankle, but never break it. I'd never... Have you
0: never broken a bone?
2: Well, yes, but the times I did, I deserved it. It was was (laughs) something traumatic. Got it. Uh, But I really feel like, or my teeth... I've always been lucky with teeth stuff, never cavities or anything. I'm not bragging. Here's, uh, here's some other things that I <laughs> but I really think it maybe had something to do with milk, but maybe that's someone something someone tells you.
0: I think it is does have to do with milk. It's all that calcium, vitamin D, there's a bunch of good stuff in there. Yeah. It's like you're being a baby calf for your whole life.
2: <laughs> right. But now I would never drink milk now. I'm like I, I'm one of these weirdos that thinks it's weird to drink milk from another animal.
0: Well, that's fine. I mean, haven't you ever had cereal? Because there's nothing weird about that.
2: No, I put almond milk in my cereal. I'm going on 10 years of no day.
0: But hey, look at me. That's good, though. I, I eat cheese. You think I don't eat
2: cheese? I just I'm yelling at myself now. I don't want milk unless it's salty and I'm biting into it. I'm just I want a shit. cube
0: of milk that's older than average milk. It's actually old cubed milk. If someone
2: said oh really? So here's some almond milk cheddar. I would slap it out of their
0: hands so fast. <laughs> have you had? I mean I think we all have but vegan cheese is like melting a little piece of plastic on something and being like, there you go. Feel good about yourself. I'm like, just take it off. I don't want, don't bother.
2: I'll defend it a little. It's gotten a little, remember uh, just a handful of years ago, if you melt, it just gets crispy and hard and shrinks. It's like shrinky dinks, that plastic you put in (laughs) the oven. Yeah, That's like pretty, it's like, Ooh, look at all this cheese. And then it's, and then you just peel it off and it's a, it's a cheese Frisbee. Yeah. It's gotten better. I've seen it get better. Along with gluten-free bread and all these other things, they they have, you know, the impossible meats. I'm a big fan. Yeah, of
0: people love the impossible meats. They people really do. believe in yeah. them. I think it's good. A, you
2: know, Starbucks has an impossible breakfast sandwich. Really? Uh, I've been eating them. What And, and been, what's it like? I brought a bunch of cards with me. You think I haven't still gone to <laughs> Starbucks every other day, Karen?
0: You think I don't? Uh, Go to the drive-thru once a week, look at our cards, go, wow, this is not just for me, and then use it anyway? Yeah, don't get closer (laughs) to the screen to me when I'm about to tell you. Do
2: you think... think, Karen, get closer to the screen. Do you think (laughs) that I haven't driven all the way across town just to find the drive-thru? Get closer.
0: (laughs) <laughs> close do you think do you actually think i'd go to the drive-thru and use my own money you're you, crazy karen do you think that's being close to the screen look <laughs> at this you can see my eye bags <laughs> i look terrible i can't i can't get that close to this Hi, oh look who came she didn't like the the oh, energy yeah what's the matter sorry. you don't like the energy was i being too weird and you freak, yeah, it freaked you george, out sorry, okay george you're fine, you're fine. Everybody when I
2: yelled Frank, George is the one that looked.
0: <laughs> Frank is not, Frank's feeling under the weather today. His oh. stomach was growling this morning and I was like, oh, you must be hungry. And then he didn't eat. So I think he's uh, he's got some gastrointestinal issues. George, on the other hand, is more of a nervous, she doesn't like conflict. She doesn't understand comedy. She thinks we're just yelling at each other. I miss when we I
2: would go to your house every time we would podcast. And then I was getting so close to both dogs not barking and jumping. The last few times I feel like they bark like twice and then they're like, they got used to me. Now I'd have to start all over.
0: Well, but I think George is a little bit calmer because she's getting old. So she doesn't do the front door jam is not the drama it used to be because, yeah. man, also her bark is so loud that it like echoes in it used to echo in that front room in the old yeah. house. But now she does like she'll do two barks and a jump. Maybe she always needs to try to see if she can lick the inside oh, of her. mouth. Are you mouth sure if your you dog isn't
2: over. a third base coach? <laughs> I am. <laughs> it just seems like a signal I I yeah, sometimes that's the only thing with dogs that I'm because I love dogs now, but the bark, the loud echoey I didn't know that was coming, and so I drop what I'm holding bark i I gotta get used to that. I'm used to the quietness of cats and which brings me Stephen and Karen. I was in my friend's trailer in Phillipsburg, and there's a tiny kitten. A very tiny kitten without a collar or anything, but clearly a clean kitten that was just knocking on the door asking to come in. And my buddy Ross was there and he loves cats. And it was just a little perfect tabby cat that just came in and started partying, laying in our laps, taking little naps, playing. Uh. We had this little air mattress where he's riding on it and and (laughs) then jumping and but not using his claws and then. I'd pat the cat and he'd start to sleep and snore and then it's time to party again. And the whole time, my buddy Justin doesn't really like cats. He's not. But I'm like, you have a cat now. This is.
0: Oh, because it was his house?
2: Yeah. And the cat oh, slept. Did he keep it? Slept, oh, slept in my face till morning. <gasps> but then they went, oh, this cat slept and would wake me up just to be like, hi. And would stare at my face. <laughs> I'm like, either I have a cat or that I'm going to have to fly on a plane with, I was going to keep the cat. I'd know, I knew. But Justin was like, yeah, that cat's pretty damn cute and he's not a cat guy. That's how cute this cat was. But then they're responsible and in the early in the morning, uh, Kurt and Ross went door to door and they immediately found a woman that was worried about her cats. She had a bunch of cats and she was... Concerned and she came in and saw some lunatic laying on a floor on an <laughs> air mattress holding her cat with my murder hair. And she's like, I'll take my cat now. I'm Thanks like, what so a much. nice kitty. I just woke it up. Oh, but we gave the cat back.
1: Aww, oh, I was I so it. close.
2: I would have flown back with that cat.
0: You could have um, also rented. It would have been fun to rent a truck, fill the truck with um, furniture I want that's in Missoula. Yeah. Just shop for me a little bit. Get some cool items.
2: Oh, it's here. I'll take pictures at the antique mall. I'm going to go. Oh, tomorrow I'm rafting, but I'll go on Sunday and... There's amazing stuff, beautiful antique stuff, all affordable.
0: You could I'll give you a Starbucks card to rent a truck on and you can go and get me. I thought you were going to
2: say rent a truck and fill the back with kitty litter and drive the cat back (laughs) in a giant litter box. One, you get him there; he's playing room. Two, he arrives potty trained.
0: <laughs> he completely knows how to do it. What the world is like. He's <laughs> that's so disturbing. I knew um, there were frat guys I knew in college. Or my, did I know them personally, or did I just hear the story? They would rent U-Haul trucks, and they would all get into the back of the truck with a keg, and then drive to places partying in the back of a U-Haul, like with no. Just, just in the dark, drinking beer while somebody drove the truck. That on sounds the freeway. scary.
2: But yeah, no. A, me, a, a bunch of my friends pulled ten friends. I wasn't even one of them, but they all had copies of a key to a black van that had the Metallica logo on the outside, but it said Montana, and and there was all the bench seating in the back was coolers, and they would drive around and. And uh drink in the back of that windowless truck. So it's the same as renting a van.
0: Yeah, it's it very was carpeted similar.
2: though, and I kind of wish I owned that van today.
0: I think it's best you don't. Vans, I feel like vans they've had their time, yeah, and they and there's so much more threat and negativity attached. Yeah. Just get an SUV. If
2: I took a photo of this van, you—I know you well enough to know you'd change your mind because it really? was four-wheel drive. It was jacked up. It was yes. all but, it looked like the A-team van. <laughs> and it was—I really wish I had it, but only to drive to wherever Big Bear. I wouldn't drive it through town like a lunatic.
0: No, I. I'm sorry. I was pick. I guess I was picturing like one of those production vans that's right. white with no windows and like metal all no, all in no. the inside. Yeah. Okay.
2: So scared. Yeah. No thanks. No. Any I'm talking t- I. Classic. I man. have.
0: Love that. I yeah. do have leftover from going out with someone who is a complete gearhead for be. You know, Pete was a huge, big into cars. Oh, okay. so I had. This- he had a Volkswagen. Bus. He rebuilt a, a Volkswagen yeah. bus from the 70s. He, d- I mean, he was super, super into it. So I have this leftover, like, from his interest. Just I almost kind of know about them. And then I, I do know about, like, when people re- rebuild cars like that and make them super badass. They're yeah. it, they're undeniable. Like, yeah, like a van that would have just slightly bigger tires on the back. So yeah. it's there's something about it that's almost like seems evil. It's a that's hot the car. Yeah. Yes.
2: Yeah. I, yeah, I love that. i I'm, here's this is the most ridiculous thing, and it almost falls in line with if we were being asked trivia questions, which probably Stephen had some ready. But my dream car <laughs> is an AMC Eagle, that wagon car with wood paneling that just oh. came stock with four wheel drive. I've yeah. always wanted one.
0: Did you- they run okay? Do you know anything about them? About the AMC company,
2: I know they're called the American Motor Company. No, I don't. They made the Gremlin.
0: They made
2: the uh, maybe the Pacer. And then they made this four-wheel drive wagon. And I've seen a few of them that have been turned into monster trucks. And I just want one. I don't know. I don't know when I would use it, though.
0: I somehow got myself onto a gun website trying to find the AMC <laughs> Eagle. I don't know what I did. <laughs>
2: yeah, it's just all—it's just now an assault rifle. Same factory.
0: <laughs> oh well. Oh, look at this! Look at that. See,
2: super I bet you rebuilt- like it. I know what you like.
0: Wait.
2: Oh yeah. See
0: that?
2: see that car. And that's a classic Roadster. It's four-wheel drive, though. Like before Subarus, or around the same time as Subarus, that is just a car that (laughs) goes into four-wheel drive.
0: It sure does. Look at that. Yeah. It's like out in the desert somewhere. Goddamn
2: right. You take it to the desert, and there's groceries in back. I love that car.
0: (laughs) That's a mother of four.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I want one.
0: I think if I had to get any... Let's do a, a pick right now because you've already talked about the AMC Eagle mm-hmm. and the van. So let's do a pick. If I had to have any old car, so like say a rebuilt car, say it's before 1970 or something. You can't
2: choose boxy Volvo.
0: Can't? Oh, because we already know that that's a Yeah, pick. yeah, yeah. So good idea. Good idea. I think, um, well.
2: Shit, you really want a boxy Volvo, don't you?
0: I mean, it is my favorite. But no, if it were muscle, on the m- muscly yeah, side, yeah, I'd, yeah. Would, I'd, I'd want to have my cousin Lisa's old um chevy Chevelle, uh, S- Chevelle, i think super Chevelle sport or
2: chevette yeah
0: a chevette It was, it was, I think it was actually like a boyfriend's car that she ended up driving, but it was totally, the back wheels were way bigger than the front wheels. Yeah. It went up, you pressed on the gas, it was immediately going 90 miles an hour. It was really loud. It was custom painted midnight blue. So it sparkled in the sunlight. It was badass. Yeah. It was really, it was crazy.
2: It's so funny how that even, and I thought about doing it recently because I got new tires. I just wanted to paint the letters on my tires white. (laughs) <laughs> just because letters on the tires, combined with big and back, smaller up front, for some reason, even on an 08 Honda Accord, just looks cool as shit.
0: <laughs> because isn't that a little bit white letters on the tires is a matchboxy thing with the yeah. detailing? Yeah, Yeah. totally.
2: Like, yeah. Goodyear, you, you they don't do that to tires anymore unless it's like big four-wheel drive tires or a NASCAR car. But I want letters on the tires.
1: You're,
0: yeah, you're going to have to go out there and hand paint it, or get your dad to.
2: I have already bought tire markers in white. For real? Like two years ago, I bought a bushel of them. <laughs> this is a plan that I've had planned out, but I just won't pull the trigger.
0: Sorry, then, are the letters there? They're just not painted, or do you have to then put the letters on yourself? That's a
2: very good question. One Thank year, you. I had a normal tire, like a Falcon tire, and I and I made a stencil that said, Bad year, 2004. <laughs> For some reason was a bad year. So it said 2004, bad year with the winged boot. Yeah. And I, but I'd get compliments all the time, like, haha, bad year, opposite of good year, good one. But I do think that I just want to do a good job this time and outline the existing letters on the tires. and. Nice. But I know that one time I do a bad job parking, it's going to rub off and then all those hours of work gone. Look,
0: yeah, but it's not gonna rub all of them off at once. No. So let's really get right sized with this problem. Sure. You park badly one time and Periodic. look, we all do it. Yeah. You smear off E A R. Right. You can get right back in there with that You're right. Pen and You're fill right. it in. You've
2: talked me into it. Periodic touch ups. Do You're, it. You, you know what? I'm gonna spray paint my hubcaps too. <laughs> this is I'm really glad we talked about this because I've been me putting too. it off. Like one curb rub is gonna scrape the whole thing. <laughs> no. Start from scratch.
0: Unless you like do that thing where when you put it in reverse and then you just drive back along the curb, almost like you hear it, you hear the scraping, you hear everything and you're like, I'm just going to keep going until I fit into this parking spot. Uh, I Have you mean, ever done those? If,
2: if that happens, you better look for a tranquilizer dart in my neck because <laughs> I would never hug the curb unless I am passed out.
0: Because you're such a good parker? Yeah, I'm good. I'm really
2: good. I'm really good at parking. I am too. Yeah, you have to be once you move to Los Angeles. People, You are- have
0: to be, and I also think there's a, there's a part of you that has to uh, give it over to the universe that you're not actually the one parking. Yeah. And so you make the right kind of, you know, don't go until you completely turn the wheel entirely. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? There's things like that that you can help yourself, but ultimately you are in Jesus' hands when right. you're Right, I was going to say,
2: you mean Jesus is your co-pilot? Because that's how I... Every time I go to Parallel Park, I'm like, let's do God have do half this work.
0: <laughs> God, you go to 10. I'll go to two. Let's get this yeah. taken care of.
2: I know I haven't talked to you for two years since I lost my wallet <laughs> and I asked you to help me find it. God. God. But if you it's me,
0: Chris from Episcopalian camp,
2: we are at a tailgate football party, a thing I never go to. And these are real men. They're watching tar- me right now. And huh? if you don't
0: help me park right now, I swear I'll never believe in you. <laughs> That's what I say. You need me more than I need you, God. So you better park this car for me. Uh-huh. God's you like, yes. Yeah. stay
2: current. You need me more than I need you. Old
0: school. We see how the world's going. You're d- I'm the. I'm, it's supply and demand, friend.
2: Well, I've gone into a mode where I just thought we were talking, but we've been doing a podcast.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. Should we wrap it down?
2: Next time, can we do questions, Stephen?
0: Oh, yeah. Do we yeah. even have any? Yeah. Oh, yeah. good. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Next we time, we'll bunch.
2: do it. We'll yeah, do yeah. like Great. a full on, just so it's different. Good I idea. almost called my dad back in, but I think he's just watching TV.
0: You know what? If you nail it the first time, don't go back. You're don't right. try to recapture I that totally glory. I totally agree. This yeah. is when he comes in and he's wearing blackface. And we're like, no, Jim, yeah. oh, please. God,
2: I forgot about this bit my dad didn't do.
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> Again. Well, that was Again. fun.
2: This was, I don't know. I, I mean, this was one of the funner uh, uh, times I've had. Funner, <laughs> Your life. funner is a word now. A lot of people okay. will call you out. Yeah, they put it in the dictionary a few years ago. Love it. It replaced more fun. I've had fun. I mean, on I felt like I was just talking to you. I really did kind of forget we were podcasting.
0: I think that's the best kind of podcasting, except for uh, we, we're opening a door for people to be offended by the things we were discussing uh-huh. about things we know are offensive these days. Right. So please understand just as a final recap mm-hmm. these are things we're discussing we're saying are offensive so right. nobody has to come and tell us they're offensive right just as a quick FYI right. and also you can I won't be on Twitter to accept a message oh anymore, yeah so, so let him do let her want.
2: rip she ain't gonna see him <laughs> go ahead be an armchair general and fire him off
0: <sighs> but Karen's you know what?
2: out exploring she's swimming
0: I like, I very much appreciate the people I get to talk to and hear from on Twitter. It's I'm not too. complaining because it's really cool, but it's not the best. None of us should be a, a open to anyone, just anyone's opinion or anyone's yeah. anything. I think it's just not, everyone's looking helping.
2: for it now because we don't get to be around people. But I, yeah, I have lately and good God, I've missed it. And I hope I come out of this shit a changed person because I like human interaction. And I think I like a year ago, I would have said like, I just want to be at home. I don't want to be around anyone. Or I sometimes say like, Oh, I hate people. I will never say that uh, ever. I
0: same here. I, I spent years and years skipping parties, being invited mm-hmm. places, telling myself, you can't go. You're not blank enough. You're not blah. blah it'll be bad, whatever. Or it'll I be will boring. Go, it'll be boring or yeah. Or somehow I would just weirdly talk myself out of it every time and Mm -hmm. i swear to god i will never do it again me either go to every dumb fucking party there is
2: pinky swear i'll put my face close to the screen again
0: i will fucking go to this party right here and tell you this is the party where i'm telling you i'm going to parties
2: all right if i'm not there first (laughs) oh who's that character all right. I don't
0: the, the confrontational. Yeah, like, I'm
2: sorry. You know what? Those characters are
0: bears. It's, it's a we friendship started.
2: competition. That's how it's confrontational. <laughs> so it's actually it's who thing.
0: needs people more. It's a codependence competition. Oh my god, Stephen's
2: light went out, and I think he's actually going to bed. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Stephen's driving his trailer just, away from this podcast because it won't it's end. Just the
3: weird, because the lights. are <laughs> it's
2: getting dark over here. Okay.
0: <laughs> That's Steven's very subtle way of saying wrap this bullshit up. <laughs> no, we are. Everyone's we done. We are.
2: We will and we are.
0: Oh, just uh, really quick, do you follow Thrasher on Twitter or oh, of course, any yeah, of those yeah, oh,
2: yeah, and Instagram, sure.
0: I just started I just oh, wanted to oh, Well, I went to look for Milton Martinez cuz I missed him and I hadn't heard n- anything about him lately. Oh, and then I it was mean, just like you
2: like get into uh Mason Silva. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean they hang out together, but uh you'll like his eyebrows and all that shit.
0: I they won't be able some, to.
2: They really get after look. it.
0: You know what I'm going to do? This is what I do these days. I'm going to Google him, Mason. Mm-hmm. And is he, dov- he, does he do all the same kind of crazy tricks?
2: They are both, yeah, very similar, just very raw, fast, almost scary, almost hard to relate to. Let's be honest. Yes, I never came close to any of it, but yes, you'll very, very much enjoy.
0: Oh, Mason, Mason Silva's so cute. Yeah, he. Yeah, he's played-
2: also happens to be like yeah, one of these. It didn't hurt that he's a good-looking dude. But oh, oh well, his I cousin f- listened to our podcast. No. He said oh my, no. my cousin Mason Silva is a, uh, or I'm he's my cousin. I'm like he's the best, and she's like he's so nice. So Aww, also no, good. he's nice.
1: He do-
0: and he doesn't have to be because you should see how cute he is. Yeah,
2: he uh, in his latest raw files on Thrasher, uh, you, he's very nice to like people that are trying to kick him out of places or or security guards or these people at a bus stop. He disarms them with a, his charm.
0: With and his so. charm, he was pr- he was probably raised well by a strong woman. Yep, yep, love it. Yeah, he does like I've noticed though. Um, There are lots of skateboarders who also could be models, which I think is super fucked. That's not fair.
2: It's just, but I swear it's the luck of the draw. No one is looking at a headshot and deciding who succeeds. It's just, no, people are, people are, it's not like showbiz. You're right though. It has to help. It has to
0: help. Well, but I what I love about skateboarding, and this this will be the final, mm-hmm. it's just such an individual thing, right? So it's yeah. like you're as good as you just practice to be. You're as mm-hmm. good as the hours you put into it or whatever. Right. So, yeah, you it doesn't, it's not a, um, obviously, a beauty pageant or whatever. And so you right. can't, no one's going to let some hot guy get away with anything, but. It just surprises me because I was like, oh, I was thinking in my head that would be kind of funny and cute if I fell Thrasher. And then I started looking at things and I'm like, "And now I f- want to take a shower. I feel like a creepy old woman that's like weirdly like... You know, shopping I mean, through I the do boys. It
2: and I still do, I still skateboard, and I feel that way a little like I'm just watching. Yeah. Yeah. If you're just sitting around watching people in their prime, <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: what it is. <laughs>
2: well, you're cooking bacon in your bathroom. All right. You've been listening right. to Do You Need a Ride? Uh D-Y-N-A-R. AR. AR. <laughs> <laughs>
1: mouth horn